Okay, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to form. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. Wow, when it comes to the Holy See and this crazy controversy, holy shit, that's all I can say. The firestorm is raging about Pope Benedict's comments. It's uh, a really bad situation. 33% of the population of the world considers the Pope to be their supreme spiritual leader. The guy with the keys to the golden phone. The bat phone with the direct line to God. Personally, I think it's all very silly, but it doesn't really matter what I think. Almost 2 billion people, billion with a B, worldwide, buy into his version of faith and ideology. The only problem here is that this man is just a man. And mortal men make mistakes. And boy, did he make a doozy. Around the world, Islam, which makes up the next largest religious group on the planet at approximately 21% of the population, have been deeply insulted by his reference to a quote of a 14th century Byzantine emperor. That emperor's comments and thoughts about Muhammad's teachings were really offensive. Now, if you want to talk about religion and violence, there are just hundreds, probably hundreds of thousands of things that could be referenced as illustrations of violence and religion. Why this particular quote needed to be referenced is beyond me, for sure, beyond lots of people. And, uh, and I guess that's probably one of the biggest problems is that intelligent people around the world think to themselves, here's supposedly an intelligent man who we can only assume read his speech and took thoughtful consideration in writing his speech. Why would he have used such a reference? Why is really the question. Further, the question has to be asked, why would the Islamic religious leaders play into his ugly instigation? I mean, that's an instigating kind of a comment. And to play into that hand just is a shame because it's almost like, well, you see, we said you were violent and now you're violent. And I don't believe that that's true, but around the world... People are behaving very badly because they're angry. And there's no doubt that they have a right to be angry, as anybody would be angry if they felt they were being attacked and insulted by the spiritual leader of the largest religious population on the planet. Um, but to play into their hand is just, darn it, it's, uh, it's, it's just a shame. I hate to see anyone with such ego and uncompromising pomposity have the satisfaction of enraging an entire population of people in a rude and inconsiderate way. I think that uh, in such a hotly debated political world at this moment, his efforts are anything but peaceful.
in the same breath, imams and other religious leaders around the world need to step up to the plate and show restraint. Apparently, the insulting remark was used to illustrate some point Pope Benedict was trying to make about religion and violence. The stupid thing here is that a man who professes to others a most basic tenet of faith, which is do unto others as you would have others do unto you, missed the whole thought process of how his words would be interpreted by others and how it would affect others. I mean, let's be honest here. There are so many skeletons in the closet of the Vatican that I think casting stones in terms of religion and violence is hypocritical at best. The condescending tone in his apology further exacerbate the situation. References to the Crusades and other things that have been made by President Bush in the past in conjunction with these kinds of comments by the Pope inflame situations that are already deeply upsetting to over 20% of the world population. Instead of saying, I'm sorry for your reaction to my idiotic statement, the idiotic statement part I'm adding, that's mine, not his, it would have been more appropriate to say, I'm sorry for my idiotic reference and use of this reference. But he didn't say he's sorry for what he did. He said, I'm sorry for your reaction. There's lots of ways to make points. And when you are a person in a position of such power, Every single word has to be weighed and measured very, very carefully. Obviously, this guy is all ego and quite short on compassion. His comments and his attitude have incited violence around the world. Specifically, a nun working in Mogadishu is gunned down, shot in the back as a direct result of his comments. There's been rioting. There have been many churches burned. People are suffering and being hurt. And he's sitting on his golden throne, holding on to his ego. It's irresponsible, and he should be ashamed of himself. And I am shocked, quite honestly. When are people going to finally realize that these religious leaders are just human beings? You don't need to subscribe to some guru, some pope, some imam, some rabbi. All you need to do is be a kind and decent person with faith. Whatever faith you have in whatever you believe is fine. There are no rules when it comes to God other than treat people the way that you wish to be treated. That's pretty much it. When are people going to get that? This is basic kindergarten stuff. Really is. It really and truly is. Step into somebody else's shoes. Think about how you would want to be treated if you were in their shoes and then treat them accordingly. That is it. It is so simple. Why don't people get this? Anyway, I'm deeply saddened by this turn of events. I think that an already horrible situation has become even worse. All of this 
end-time rhetoric that was being spewed by other moronic people is now exacerbated by the Pope's comments. And, uh, and it goes and it goes. question is, where does it stop? He is head of state. He may very well be considered the supreme religious leader of the largest single religion on the planet, but he is also a head of state. The Vatican City, being the smallest sovereign nation on the planet, with a population of 932 people, covering an area of approximately 109 acres, the Pope has absolute power. Basically, he is a benevolent dictator in his city-state. It has been estimated that the value of this city-state is in the hundreds of billions. Nobody ever knows for sure because the Vatican is not required by anybody to submit any kind of financial documentation. However, some idea of real estate and other forms of wealth controlled by the Catholic Church include large investments in banks in Britain, France, the United States, Credit Suisse in uh, Zurich and London, the United States that has large investments with many well-known American banks, Chase Manhattan and Morgan, First National Bank of New York, Bankers Trust and others. The Vatican has all kinds of investments in, in stock of many blue-chip companies in addition to tremendous holdings of gold bullion held in the Federal Reserve Bank in New York. Again, since no financial documentation is required, it's very difficult to ascertain the exact amount of the wealth of this country. However, it is tremendous. It was estimated that the Diocese of Boston was valued at approximately $571 million. That was over 10 years ago, and that's only one diocese not even one of the largest. Archdiocese of Boston, of New York, of every major city in the United States has tremendous holdings in land. Look in your own hometown and see how much land is owned by the Catholic Church. They don't pay taxes. They don't have to pay anything into the local or state fund for any kind of social security for people or any kind of welfare or anything to help people who need help, it's assumed that the church will help their constituency, which in some cases they do and in other cases they don't. There are some very, very wealthy churches in some very, very poor neighborhoods and one needs to wonder what's going on. In any case, when you look at the extreme wealth of the Vatican and in particular when you see the Pope sitting on a golden throne wearing a gold cross around his neck that's got to be valued at you know a couple hundred grand at the least just you know for the value of the object and there are people starving all over this planet who are Catholic there's something wrong with that picture I bring this up because in addition to being the head of state of one of the richest countries in the world, 
he is this grand spiritual leader. His words carry a lot of weight. I'm not sure why they carry so much weight. I'm not sure why people think that they need to have a, a, a somebody as an intermediary for them to talk to God. But people seem to think they do. And so they're willing to uh, pay homage and pay lots and lots and lots of money to support this man and his archaic views on women and families and public policy and life in general. I believe that there are lots of good things that many religious leaders do. I think that in this particular case, he is way off the mark and doing more harm than good. And in fact, might very well be inciting a world war. It's inconceivable that a man who professes to be a man of peace would do something to incite a war. But I think that is, in fact, what he might have done. Let's hope not. Anyway, that's what I think. Come on down and let me know what you think. I'd really love to know. Till next time, this is Elle at Iron Dove, signing out.